It's like living with a six-year-old. I still go on play dates. I just call them play dates so I can go out with Eric and Paul and Adam. <laughs> you sound like his mom. He likes sports too. You guys would be such good friends. I'll do all the technical aspects. Adam will be the face. Paul will be the muscle. And then Eric will be oh, the sales guy. We're screwed from the muscle. <laughs> I handed, the muscle and the troubadour. I handed a jar to my son to open the other day, so we're in bad <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Forefathers Podcast. I'm Paul. Ah, you're Eric. What? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm Adam. <laughs> and I'm Eric. And this is a podcast about faith, fatherhood, friendship, and other F words like failure. <laughs> that works in today's, in today's episode, we're going to talk about investing into your marriage relationship and what that looks like and how that helps you fight better, I guess. Um, <laughs> before we break out into a conversation, we want to remind you, you can always be part of our community. And jump into our Discord server where there's always some lively conversations going on or a random meme post by Adam. And if this is your first time listening to The Forefathers, welcome. Please make sure you take a moment to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss it on any of the recent episodes by heading over to theforefatherspodcast.com. All right, guys. So holiday season, uh, just for everybody who's listening to this after the fact, we're, we're coming in we're about five days before Christmas right now. Uh, stress is high, family events are mini, all of the events are mini, and the things that we have to take care of are are bearing down on us. And I think it, it makes for a kind of a, a pressure cooker event where uh, where we have to manage a lot of different expectations. And honestly, this time of year can be hard for a lot of people. So, um, so I guess I want to start with, you know, you know, guys... What are you doing to invest in your marriage relationship during this season? And how and what does that look like? And maybe not even just during this season, because honestly, we reap the benefits of our investment over the long haul. You know, the investments we make now, we don't even see a return on for mo- for months sometimes. So wh- what are you doing to invest in your relationship all year round that you're seeing the benefits of now? <clears throat> oh, no benefits right now, but I know I'm opening up my wallet more. Are you? And, and, and what does that mean? Uh, just because it's Christmas well, time? So, so if we go back to our anagrams and whatnot, money is a um, you know a tool for me, but at the same time, it's a it it pressures it puts pressure on me if the tool is being abused or misused in some form or fashion. So I, I take I take the value of money as a good tool, and if it's used wisely and dispersed in good ways, at least either how I view it or how I think you know, should be viewed. <laughs> it, it uh, I don't have a complaint, a word <laughs> but, <right there. laughs> but, but, but when the well, when the well gets dry, all of a sudden I am the one that has to bring the water. And <laughs> I, I really, uh, yeah, it, it puts a huge pressure, you know, uh, on me as father, husband, you know, um, friend, everything. It just, you know, it, it makes me shut down a lot. And so my investment uh, becomes minimal, if that, for everything else at that point, because then I just become focused or hyper-focused on, you know, how, how, how does that, as a man, how does that problem get fixed quickly? How, how, how can I 
cut the bleeding <laughs> off, you know, very quickly. It's before. all about triage. Oh God, is it ever? <laughs> like, I, I can't tell you, like it, it, even like we probably all have experienced it in our marriages when we were, you know, first young married couples and, you know, the, the, the joy excitement of Christmas as your first family, you know, with kids and, you know, buying presents and, you know, if you have a wife and we have our wives kind of share a lot of the the giving part of their lives and and part of that gift giving is, you know, um, you know, important uh, for them and, and shows love and, you know, a bunch of other things uh, and investment that, yeah, gosh, I, I, that's been a, a heated battle. It's gotten I've had good years and I've had bad years <laughs> and, you know, it, it, I would hope as the years get longer and our relationships wider and deeper that uh, it became less of an issue and it has, but it's still when the hot button gets pressed, my gosh, you'd think, you know, um, yeah, it was the end of the world for me. A lot of times I, I, uh, I, I, I'll circle the wagons very fast. I'll, I'll bunker down ready for an attack. Um, and, uh, you know, basically shut down, and it'll take me like 48 hours. Literally, I think it's almost this point. I think I've timed myself. It's been about 48 hours for me to be able to calm myself down, really analyze what I, what is happening and and take my uh, stubbornness, you know, kind of out of the equation and realize, you know, what, what what's trying to be had in it. And but gosh, that it sucks. It sucks. It's a it's a grueling fight every year. And I just want a Christmas that it's not, you know, and I haven't had one yet. Well, actually, no, that's not Treasures. I had one like two years ago, I think at the beginning of COVID, but that's when everything shut down and nobody was running around going nuts. And that helped a lot. I don't know about how your Christmases were, but <laughs> I know mine was very pleasant and very quiet and very um, relaxing. But at the same time, you know, there was no stress. There wasn't that financial, you know, stress that I was trying to describe earlier. Yeah. So, I don't know. So are the finances as much of an issue? Because Becky's had a job for what, like four or five years now? Three or no, four years? two. This will be her second year. Okay. And has the stress gone down with the additional income? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that she is getting valued for who she is in reflective of her paycheck as a teacher. Yeah. She is definitely, that's definitely gotten better. Um, you know, our expenses have changed drastically because obviously we have two kids that are uh, one's in college. One is not the other one, you know, is um, less of a financial burden in terms of, you know, having to dole out cash for college or, you know, th those types of expenses. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it's changed. Um, but it's not as, I guess what it for me is like, you know, dude, you ever get to that point where like you look at things and you put a value on them uh, and that value in your mind how do you equate that to the person? You know, I, I do that too often. I think with our kids' gifts, and it's it's bad. I know I'm saying it out loud, and I'm hearing myself say this, and I know it's wrong. But like, I go, you know, dude, does does Emma really need that? Like, you know, like what, what, like why? You know, like we bought her an iPad last year. How often does she use that? I don't. I haven't seen the time and the the hours that she spends on it. It's not equating to what I paid for the value of the, the iPad. You know, 
Uh, Paul's like well, and if there. I, I don't know. And if I build her a game, if I build her a gaming computer, I will never see her again. Uh, she true. will disappear well, into no. the computer and never come see, out. That's where the value at gets added to me. It's like when she's off, <laughs> she's not present. That's awesome because not that I don't love my daughter. Don't take it that way. Well, no, that's pretty much what you just said. I'm just saying. Please, please redirect all your comments back to Eric <laughs> Romanek. Please um, send all commentary to, to feedback, feedback. at forefathers.com. <laughs> yeah. Lord yes. giveth and the Lord, the Lord taketh, taketh away. away. Amen. <laughs> and apparently, so do gaming computers. Take away. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't. Do, it's okay. Using that gaming, you built a gaming computer for your kids. You tell us the experience. Uh, what, what was the? I built the, a gaming the, computer for me. I just let the kids participate. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, more of a selfish focus <laughs> with the benefit of the. It was a learning opportunity. Oh, yeah. okay. What did they learn? They learned how to build hardware. They learned how to install software. Are they doing they, it now? No, but I will tell you, Gracie went, <laughs> Gracie went to National Community College, and she took an IT course as one of her dual credit courses. Yeah. And her professor is like, you should stay in this major. You are so good at this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then so, she looked and said, no, sorry, I'm not called to this. <laughs> she's like, I'd rather go to ministry. <laughs> I'm like, I like people. Okay. But, That's funny. I know, Paul. You look like you went to your 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 happy place. What what what, what are you? What's going on over there? <laughs> no, well, you said a lot. I was trying to process all of what you oh. said. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Between, uh, money and finances and not loving your children and um, <laughs> thanks. Awesome. <laughs> I just kidding. That's way uh, to summarize. No, I, thank you. <laughs> well, well, I was trying to. I was trying to hear. Actually, he loves his children in a different room. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Um, They're great. I was trying to li- listen for the through line and find out where, because what I'm hearing is, you're maybe like, is your love language just not like gifts? Because I, because I hear what you're saying. I feel like, like there's a in the relationship, there's the over gifter. Like I need to get them all of this, and there's a, you know, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily that. I'm certainly the, you know, money. Uh, you know, I we, we so I took my I took my nieces out and my wife and my son. We all we went out. It's an annual thing where I take my nieces out, and my nieces buy stuff for their mom, my sister, and it's just been an annual tradition. And last year, I convinced them to get a picture with Santa, and they're all older, including myself and my son. So it was a glorious picture. And so this year, I wanted to sort of do the same thing, and of course, they wanted it. And we're talking about like the money that I spend on gifts for them to give to Lauren and also the money that I was going to give them to bribe them to get a picture with Santa. And I'm like, you know, my, and my wife can't see, she's like, this is crazy. Why would you give them money and bribe them? I'm like, cause like, what am I, what else am I going to do? Like, yeah, it's going to cost me money, but like, I'm going to have a picture of my 16 year old, my 12 year old and my nine year old, my 16 year old son, my 12 year old and nine year old nieces. Like, Completely nonplussed, not wanting to be there with Santa. It's going to be a glorious picture. Santa, like, you know, just you know, ironic. You know, what it'll start is ironically funny, but then it'll, you know, years back it'll be awesome to look at. So like, so, so like, what, I feel like there's somebody that looks at it and goes, "I'm going to spend this money," and then somebody else that goes, "Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't need to." But so but, what is that like? So what is like? So I get the other side of that coin using that example. I was a recipient of always being bribed to sit on Santa's lap when I was in my twenties mm-hmm. and blah 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 with my mom. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. to say you're my mom, but um, 
the the, <laughs> the point the point I'm getting at is like what what what's the the Lord give us the, the Lord, <laughs> no true right um what what like what, what I don't know how to better describe it it's like what emotion like drives you to want to do that like is it something that uh, was a childhood memory that was a positive thing for you that you wanted to do that you were experienced like because I I, I think where I'm at now is I've realized that the time with your kids is so fleeting it's a it's a blink of an eye and he's already 16 you know my nieces are already like 12 and 10 I think 12 and 9 12 and 10 but like and it's just so you know, and you're looking at other people with their little ones there and you can see the parents and they're, they're you know, the, the kids are all dressed up in the same pajamas and the parents are like, you know, like, oh, I can't believe I have to wait in this huge line. And you just like, I just wanted to shake them and be like, enjoy this, enjoy this right now, be in the moment. I know you don't want to be here, but like, cause it's just, and, and so the other thing that I'll say is it's so fleeting, but like, I really I just like, I'm, I'm just so into pictures at the moment. Like I feel like we never took enough pictures. Like we just <laughs> would do things. And like, I don't mean we as a kid, I mean like, like Liz and I with Jonathan and, or like in, in different areas, like you always have the family members that take a lot of pictures and then, and I'm all, and I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just a big sentimental puddle. No, dude, but like, I, I, I can see I, I'm just like, and I just, again, the, I think it's the, probably the unintentional comedy of, cause last year we took one and my niece is just like, you can tell she's like, I don't want to be here. And it makes me laugh every time. I'm like, <laughs> it just okay, makes so me laugh so like, hard. There is a selfish component to it. Okay. I just want to yeah. make sure. Yeah. Like, it's not just oh, no. like, I want, I want to make you the brunt of the joke and you know, 20 years later yeah. we can laugh but at it, you a but little bit. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's just one of those fun things. You know what too is, I feel like they're all in that age of I'm too, I'm too cool for school true and so like poking through that and being like look it's okay to have some fun like stop being so cynical like let's have some fun and be silly because like that you you need that as as part of life and i'm trying to like you know kind of like adam has done for all of us like all the time yes yeah 24 7 yes the the don't take yourself yeah exactly 100 100 yeah the lord giveth the lord taketh away i definitely i I don't I don't have that problem with my kids much, except maybe Grace. But I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, there is a there's a goofy so, side to that that's valuable. So yeah. you have the flip of what I have. So like, I don't mind. So I guess now that I'm hearing what you're saying and then processing what I'm hearing, what I've already said, I think one of the things that I deal with is like I, I don't like the pressure of someone else applying to me when it comes uh, to doing something that's financially, you know. Yeah, it requires the money to do that. I am willing to give any like if we so like we get like an example, like you said, when you go out and do those fun things with the family during those moments, I'm in the same boat. I love to be able to capture the moment, but I don't want to put like I don't want to be like, I'm going to make my my older son and my daughter all sit with Santa's lap. I'm going to let my daughter hopefully think that out. And if they need the money to go do that, I'll be the first one there handing out the whatever it costs to be able to do that just because I want that, you know, experience. I want that, you know, memory in you know to to live through and be able to share and and you know relive but it's the opposite side of that so like the whole christmas side of thing when it becomes the money for me and it's like always money 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 got to do this to be able to get that experience it diminishes that experience me and then that's what just really gets me pissed off is because i don't have control over that any longer because it's somebody else's chaos or, you know, not able to control whatever they needed to be able to, you know, to do that same, you know, or create that same experience. 
is no longer there. And so the experience, you know, the excitement of the experience is just gone for me. And it's like, oh, this sucks. Why, like, why do we have to do this all the time? And that's, I always get to that. That's why I've been like, in my, known in my family. And I, you know, I sort of embraced it a little bit. I'll, I'll be honest. The Grinch. You know, like so, my wife. Went to, <laughs> my wife went to the nth degree one year and bought me pajamas that had the Grinch on the front of it and the green pants and everything. And we do pajamas every you know morning for Christmas type thing. So that's like the first gift to be opened on Christmas Eve when we get back from my sisters from you know that experience. And and so yeah, I, and I you know I'll wear it proudly. But it, it's like the intention. Like I I did it because I want to make the statement of like I don't like the pressure. And now that I'm hearing all the stuff, and I appreciate you guys because you now help me actually formulate what that really is, and get it out in the open. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's just you know, it's a it's a frustrating it's frustrating because it's like money's important, but money is not the you know end, end all be all. I'll be happily give it, but like when it just goes to waste, you know, and it's a you know a handout all the time it just really diminishes the whole what the you know end result experience is going to be which you know is less i thought it was going to explicit for a second there oh no (laughs) (laughs) no no (laughs) sorry can't do that i don't know how to get there yet i think too from a money perspective i wonder if it's because based on the gifts that you are saying that you're giving we're kind of that Every year I push against that. Every year I think, do I? Do we really need to get electronics or what have you? Like, can we just do something simple? Like get, like, you know, a book or like something really like straightforward, and then use the money for other things and not necessarily have to spend that much. Because I just feel like there's a part of it where I don't know that you. I'll try to outdo yourself, but you think, well, gee, this is like we've almost set the bar. It's kind of like the idea of. Um, you know, Jonathan's going to be going to driving school. Actually, his first day is tomorrow, and so he's you know learn, learning to drive. And so he's been driving. Obviously, he's he's been you know in the passenger seat and drive more often. And you know, you A have that car. you have that sense of when you're on the highway, like what feels fast and what doesn't feel fast. Mm. And I've tried to slow myself down. So that, <laughs> I hear Eric moaning in the background. Sorry, I had to laugh. Nothing feels fast to me. It's got to go yeah. faster. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like I, I want to set the, set the yeah. baseline to be like, yeah, this is 65. This is okay. Not like 75 and, and him going, man, this feels slow. Like what, what do you, you know? Cause I, I see in his driving, you know, he's, he's cooking along and I'm like, John, then slow down. And he's like, Oh, I'm not going that fast. I look down and he's doing like 70, 75 and I'm trying to recalibrate his speed. So in the same way, I'd like to recalibrate our expectations for, um, you know, for, for Christmas gifts. Cause I, I feel that right, too. it's like, yeah. Cause you, you don't want him coming around the corner and being clocked at 50 at $124 ticket. <laughs> Cause that, that digs into your Christmas. <laughs> it does. It does. It digs into your Christmas. Why did that happen yeah. to Isabel? No, not Isabel. <laughs> you, oh you no, know. who was it? <laughs> tell us, tell us more. Fathom. <laughs> I'm Adam. <laughs> oh. oh man, that's a good that story though. So it's really funny because I feel like this entire conversation has taken a different turn than we originally planned, but I like it. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> This is much yeah, no, more it's about... interesting. My my daughter, my oldest daughter, is very very interested in hanging out with me at this time. So, at this point and stage in her life, so it's been good to uh, to be able to take advantage of that in 
and spend time with her. My youngest still is kind of more independent and wants to be around us, but doesn't want to be around us. So, <laughs> dude, let me encourage you to lean into that because Emma did that same thing to me, and and my relationship with her now that she's twenty one is. It's almost kindred, and it's pretty cool, you know, in general. Yeah. And I don't know if Eric's similar that same way, but with with Gracie. But I, you know, I love it because like I don't have to like do the like that what I call the mental health check, but my wife does when you know she bumps into Emma because like even if Emma's busy throughout the day, it's like I still have that you know neural connection with her. That's yeah. like okay, yeah, I just know you know we can just pick up where we last left off or just talk about something that you know doesn't require yeah, like a doesn't backstory. require ex- it's not like you have to put. It's not like you have to put special yeah, attention natural. or effort into it. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It almost gets to the point where you, you know, Heather may uh, get a little jealous by it. I know Becky's, you know, on some cases because like MRI, you know, MRI, M and I would be like basically on a level, and Becky's like, "What the hell's going on? Like, wh- what's what's the deal?" And like, <laughs> you have that with Cody. I can't connect with Cody on that level. <laughs> you, you know, you could pick up the phone and have like a five-hour conversation, and I'm like, I'll get five words out of him. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, Isabel's pretty pretty open with both of us so it's we're we, we're not we don't experience one one over the other gets favorable treatment no favorites nice no she's she's pretty she loves fa- she right now she's into the family kick and doing things as a family and mm. hanging with the family so it's good so like what drives like what's christmas for you adam like is it like do you have those spats those issues with you know heather because of the stresses that get involved with it or is it no like- we so we we set the tone early within it's just with christmas presents too like like, like back in october well, well because what, what what say again <laughs> like like back in october <laughs> well, in like 2000. well no you're yeah when the girls were younger because uh, our family mom and dad would go insane like hog wild on, on us. Oh, and God, so we, yes. we really do. We only do, we do a, a very small yeah, amount of gifts. Family, I mean the Pfeiffer family. That yeah. You came. Yeah. Yes. Adam, yeah. I and Anya. Yeah. Yep. And so what we do is we do one or two gifts that like are really like, they're like, Hey, we really want this. And yep. then we do a lot of just, just smaller stuff, but we don't do a lot of get like each of the girls maybe get, get like six gifts. So we don't do a lot in terms of quantity, quantity but we do a lot more in terms of quality you know mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah that's i think I, I share that with you because becky and i do the five things like what you need what you want to wear what you need to read you know what one thing you want and then something i can't remember what the other yeah and then every once in a while we'll throw in like a gift that that's they can a fun use way with to do it that is yeah i was just thinking that i like it. yeah it's cool and every once in a while we throw in a gift that that they can use with friends and whatnot so cool fireworks are always fun yeah, they are. <laughs> I yeah, always so, like. Go it's ahead, so Eric. funny because, um, kind of along the same lines that Adam just said, one of the things that I learned a long time ago is that you have to set a budget around Christmas. And I think, I think honestly, my parents taught it to me when I was young. Like when we were young, my parents were like, "Listen, there's six of us. You have ten dollars per person to spend on a Christmas gift. Go find something. You know, think about who you're buying for. Spend a little bit of time." You don't have to spend a lot of money to get something meaningful, right? Well, back in our generation, yes, gas was ninety nine cents, but <laughs> well, but but you can still do some fun stuff for ten bucks. Like it's not you're not going to buy a, a gaming computer, but you can buy you can buy things that show that you know who you're buying for. Now, sure. it's a little bit harder, you know. Inflation is not a fun thing, but I mean, we even we have a, a budget on what we spend on our kids. 
you know, like, and we've all, like, some of that we did specifically because of Dave Ramsey's stuff, but some of it we already had in place before we ever did Dave Ramsey's stuff. And, you know, in our family, we actually have, um, I'm the spender, Heather is more of the saver. If I tell Heather there's a budget, she will not go over the budget. If I tell myself there's a budget, I'll stay within 50% of the budget, <laughs> which is yeah. why I only shop for one person. Because if you stay within 50% yeah, of right. one person, be poor every it's year. a lot better yeah. than on six people. So, right, right, right. Um, cool. But it is funny because, like, because of that budget, there are things that, you know, we just we try and find things that are really important to the kids wherever they're at. And it changes every year. Like some, but I do like your, your little five things, something to read, something to wear, blah, blah, like whatever that was. I, I am going to state that I can't take credit for that. That's my wife's so, thing. So something borrowed, something blue. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, wait, I'm yeah, not marrying not, anybody yeah, off no, right now. Something yeah. mode, something boo. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma wrapped the cat in the box again this year. <laughs> Everybody gets a lobster on Christmas morning. The <laughs> problem is Christmas casserole tastes like kitty litter. So we're in trouble. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's funny. Like you touched on the gift giving for the wife. No, so uh, we're all kind of in a different phase. Well, my kids are obviously the older ones right now in terms of like both of them being in the same kind of like, you know chapter per se a little bit and i mean obviously eric's catching up with ben and and that whole process but like so gifts for me now is just like who's my main focus my wife well okay i i spent you know and i try to spend like and i shared in previous podcasts where i keep lists of stuff that she like wants you know to have and 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 i'll throw in a you know one or two things that i thought you know that might you know be interesting for her that she wouldn't be expecting but i never we never really set a list so I think, you know, when that didn't, the, not a list, a price in terms of the budget. Mm-hmm. And so I always would always go over it. And then the years that were really tough and whatnot, I would come to the table with nothing. And that's when I would get, you know, really, we'll say chastised, but it was my own doing and whatnot. Um, and following the, you know, the IOUs that I, you know, came through in, in, our, in our family, Adam, you remember those that would come in in boxes or whatever. Um, that, uh, you know, I, I, it took me a while to learn that, but, um, I guess the one thing that, you know, I, I take again, that same strategy of like, okay, my money can go far if I want to make it go far, but when someone pisses me off or (laughs) there, there's not things being, like our connection and our relationship. So bring back that whole point we were trying to get to at the very beginning, Eric, when you're talking about like, are you investing in the relationship? Well, when I felt like I was investing a lot, I felt like the reciprocation was, you know, in negative territory all the time. I felt like the, you know, stock market was crashing. The love, the the love market was crashing constantly on me. You know, I wasn't making any money. I was losing, you know, and I was bleeding everywhere. And I was just like, this is just not worth it. And so, you you know, what do you do when you're losing stuff? You, you corral, you know, you, you, you bring it in close to, you know, Exactly. That's the perfect example. Yes, we'll, we'll bring it back Do to a market short idea. Stock somehow, or like, like how, you're trying to short that you, You're trying to short sell everything, and you know, That's right. yeah. you know, you move on, and and so like that happens for me almost. And I'm as I'm getting further into this, and you know, learning a little bit more the 
the thoughts are coming back of like, yeah, I'm back to the same place again at the beginning of November when I, you know, here we're going to be like, Hey, we're going to get ahead of this curve and we're going to start, you know, planning for gifts and, and, and have a great Christmas where we're not stressed. And lo and behold that, you know, November and October get away from, you know, people because they feel like, you know, Hey, we've got plenty of time before December rolls around. And then, you know, what is it by time Thanksgiving rolls around the stupid, you know, clock ticker starts happening. You have 41 days till Christmas, or you have 26 days till Christmas. And then that's all I hear. Oh God. Yeah. I want to burn that thing. But anyway, uh, we don't have it. Thank God. But, um, and our kids miss that process, which is even better. Um, so I just sit there and it's like my relational. We have Satan in a can. <laughs> Satan in a can. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just give up. Like I just like I'll give and I'll try to give and I'll try to help. And then my you know investment relation you know tank bucket keeps you know becoming empty. And so then that's when I just like lose it and like she'll say something and I'll snap and you know that'll be you know the end of it and things will just go downhill fast and. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a recovery from that, guys. I don't know where you guys stand on those places, but like that's a hill I'm dying on, and that's not a hill I should be dying on, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. So I don't know how, how do you guys deal with that when you get to that point? Because you must. I'm hoping I'm not the only one on this planet that hasn't, you know, learned this lesson yet. Well, silence is not good. <laughs> I think I'm like are, what. Which point are you dying on? I, that's the problem. I don't have like one specific one. I like if this one's not working for me, I'm moving to the next one, hoping that's yeah, going to be you, the one that plays. You're being, you're being too vague. Like, be, be more specific, or maybe give a give us an example. I'm well, so um, yeah. So so say the. You stress. mean like you get you get spiteful. And you yeah, you, you, start being con- you start being condescending. You start start throwing digs here, left and right. You start putting pressures on to your spouse that you don't want to put on, but you end up putting them on because you're feeling wounded or you're feeling, you know, that you're not, you know, getting your needs met or you're not, you know, you're not being heard, you know, or whatever be the case. Or in my case, where I'm, you know, my love language is physical touch. I like to be engaged, and part of that is touching me physically. Eric, don't get any ideas. Um, but I can take care of that. I mean, <laughs> that's you used to, and that that those days, those, that ship has sailed. That's what we are. <laughs> I don't think Adam's pit capable of running any further away from that. But um, <laughs> you know, so that's it's like those things. That, that kind of makes sense. That kind of makes sense to you guys. It does. You know, so this is one of those incredibly challenging conversations because there's not a universal answer. Oh, no, sure. Right? And and a lot of it depends on, in your case, on you and your wife, right? Like how she responds to stuff. But I will tell you, man, I, I don't know all of the answers. I just know that whenever I feel that way, Frank, non-accusatory conversation is a good start, followed by constantly pouring into. And this is why I wanted to bring it back around to this investing conversation, because I feel like the reality is, you know, one of those traits that's a masculine trait is initiation. Like we're designed to be that way. We're designed to be that way. And I think that we often take that as our initiation of physical contact, 
But the reality is our initiation starts with initiating, helping our spouses feel loved where they're at, you know, and if we're doing that and we're doing that now, if we're doing that on a consistent basis, they will feel loved. And in a non-broken world, that would be reflected, right? That love would get reflected. Now in a broken world, sometimes it gets reflected less than we'd like. Or, or it gets reflected towards the opposite direction, meaning it gets reflected upon others. So in essence, by you pouring you your pour cup out under her, under she her. pours her cup up onto other people and you end up getting an empty cup and, uh, you know. <laughs> I wonder if Heather feels that way about me. <laughs> well, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I mean, that's there are, there are moments when that, that bucket and my bucket, like I feel like I personally feel like my bucket's pretty deep and wide. So I'm willing to kind of keep pouring for a long time. A long, long time, you know, and and that's, you know, I, I feel that's an important trait for me. And that's something that keeps me, you know, well rooted and helps me stay focused on really what the intention, the intentionality is of what I'm doing in that person's life. And when it comes to my wife, it's like it's an important thing um, and it's not sexually driven. So like the, I want to be clear about that. Like that's one thing that either comes up in a conversation, you know, that we've gotten to the tipping point and it's just all about sex or whatever. And it's like, no, it's not about sex. It's about that physical connection, touch, you know, that process. And it's not, you know, in a sexual manner. And so that's like, for me, it's like, if that comes back, then, you know, that solidifies that, that bond and that connection. And then that's like, okay, cool. We're like, you know, um, what was the, uh, the 80s cartoon that we used to talk about the lions all assemble um paul you mentioned yeah voltron yeah so it's like all the voltron connections like they finally all come together and they're one assembled person it's like that's kind of like that like oh cool we have a a level of energy that's like hey we can go conquer the world and we can then go both together and do that and but what ends up happening when the christmas season rolls through is like my bucket pours and then November continues and the bucket keeps pouring. And then it's like, okay, um, you got to stop pouring your bucket on other people. And that's my impression. Well, of my I, I think, I think we all have our own expectations and yeah. pers- per- perspectives. That's not the right word, but our own ideas on how the season is going to go. Like she has her, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I expect to get, uh, find satisfaction and enjoy the Christmas season this way, this way, and this way, and you're, you know, in a different way. But I, and I, so maybe that could be part of it. I think too, calling out the fact that you're furthest along from a season perspective. So you're starting to move into the like chickens are flying the coop kind of thing. So maybe some of that you're starting to maybe connect more and be like, Oh, in the past we've had to focus all on the kids and now they're kind of like one foot out the door. And so there's more interaction going on between, you know, you and Becky. Right. So maybe well, it's, 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 it's call, calling that up. I think too, the only, the other thing I was, my first, First thought, honestly, is the Romanek get tough, rub some dirt in it. Like, I think there's a part of it where you just go, look, man, <laughs> like, you really do tell, like, please. I want to rebut this like, one real one. <laughs> like, you're the husband. You're the, I don't know. I was going to say you're the man, but it doesn't matter. Like, oh, I'm this not a is man. Kind of your, your, <laughs> this is, I was going to say it doesn't matter. Um, but, like, you, it, you're, it, you wait, are. You're, you're a fully engaged partner in this marriage. Sorry. No, I get it. I yeah. get so, it. But, and yeah. and the husband. So yeah, go ahead. But like you, yeah, like it, this is like it's your it's your job. Like but, like if you don't 
so so I think to Eric's point, I think the so first of all, give yourself lots of grace is what I'd say. Yeah. Second of all, that, everything starts there right, to me. Um, but and then get tough like, and rub some dirt on it. Yeah, because like <laughs> the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. That's right. Bless like, be the name of the Lord. It's, it's tough, but like this is this is kind of like what we signed. Like I've I have, you know, I've talked to other guys, and I always I I haven't always been good at telling them what I should tell them, which is telling them this, like having them go. My wife wants me to do X, Y, and Z. I don't want to do that, or they're disagreeing with me, or you know, I want to do this. They want me to do this, and I'm like, get tough. Like you're. This won't be the last. The Bible time you says. Do sucks. The Bible oh, no, says. Twenty two years of marriage. Love your wife. The Bible says, "Love your wife like Christ loved the yeah, church." And Christ died for the church. Christ put his life on the line. So you just we put we put our wives first, and that's that's the that's the be all end all. Now, what I'll say to that is, um, like be be honest and be like. You know, I, I feel like whenever you have these conversations, it, I feel like what you guys or maybe just you really need is to tools. Like it's like like for a while, Liz and I, when, when we would argue, like we didn't have the tools to not to not, to argue well, right? We would say things that we would like make assumptions. So I think at some point after going to constant, we got some tools. To, to to know what to say and then i think god helped us god helped me just being really humble and being like but but it's like the uh, both sides are you still right? humble if you say that you're humble yes absolutely. <laughs> that's what i keep saying over and over again right that's right i am the most humble person you'll ever meet um uh but no i mean i think being you know, coming as a place of humility but also being able to be confident enough to say um, you know, look, this is what I'm looking for. Uh, that would be great. But if not, then, you know, and, uh, and on the other hand, building some rapport there and having some confidence to say, Hey, you know what? Um, you know, building the rapport enough to say, I don't, I don't agree with this. I, I don't really like it. Um, I mean, you know, it just, I don't know, man. All I know is that, <laughs> you sound like my wife. I don't know. Being, <laughs> I just, well, I just, I don't, I sound like I, I don't have all the answers, but I just feel like uh, be, marriage, the marriage relationship is way. way more challenging than I ever thought it would be. Like we went to premarital counseling and I was like, dude, that whatever, never helps man. anybody. <laughs> Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But like, and, and I mean, there's certainly some things with parenthood that's been challenging. Obviously there's some, you know, but there's a lot of other times when, I've been like, yeah, I don't have the the tools, or boy, I handled that that poorly. But I don't know the whole marriage thing. I'm just—I know I've been rambling, but let me end it by this: All, the if I've learned anything, it's been it's been just to be um, like marriage humbles me, and that's a good thing because I can get Agreed. my head can get really really big. Um, in a, in a, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. And, and it's been really good to have to have somebody that I have to listen to and I have to trust. And, um, and yeah, in a perfect world, you know, but again, people are messy. There's no perfect world. It's, well, you know. the funny thing with the trust part is that trust is not like in my mind, trust isn't always the first thing. 
trust is something that I can only understand better and understand what it means to me in, in this, the context of the relationship that I'm in, whether it's my wife or friends or whatever, mm-hmm. that, you know, when I was putting trust first and when I constantly heard growing up as a kid, you know, you got to, you know, I don't have any trust in you. I don't have any trust in you. It's like, well, but you got to learn the friendship. Like you got to be able to be a friend to me and understand who I am. And so in the confines of marriage, yes, I agree a hundred percent that, you know, there's a rub, rub dirt on it type approach. I find that can get, that can develop bad, um, tendencies later in your marriage as you get longer and deeper into it. Um, meaning that you can develop things that, you know, you, you, uh, you make negative in terms of like, Oh, I'm just going to shut down instead. Because in essence that that's just kind of like that same battle comes up again. It's like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's not a happy wife, happy life thing though. I I say that, I say that like, all the time and i'm sort of half yeah talking cheek and it's sort of half joking but sort of not but it's it's definitely not a because that's the thing right like everybody was like oh jesus was humble so he's a doormat he was not at all like he doesn't call Mm -hmm. us to be a doormat right and and to that end he calls us to be a peacemaker not a peacekeeper and so like i think that in our in our with with our in our marriage relationships um in eden life like being like hey this is how i feel if you know, but man, there's been a lot of times when I've been like, I disagree with this, but I'm going to trust Liz because, you know, she seems really, and some, you know, sometimes it's, it goes one way and sometimes it goes the other. And the hard time is, you know, if it goes your way to not be like, I told you so, you know, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> even just, when it's gone be, my way, I don't think I've yeah. ever been like, ah, yeah, because in essence, yeah. she's like, as a guy, like, okay, as a, I think as a guy, I'm not at least my who I am. I don't think I'm going to be the one to be like, Hey, I told you so to my, the, the person I married, <laughs> you know, that's like, it makes no, like there's no good positive stuff to that whatsoever. But, <laughs> I don't know. It feels kind of good sometimes. No, but it doesn't uh, even dude. like, even like I've done it once <laughs> and I remember it very vividly and it didn't really like have, like it lost its shine and interest like very quickly. It was, it, yeah. it was like, right. Oh, 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 I won. Great. Okay. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. you won this war, but you forget about, you know, you won this battle, but you, you, know, you lost the war. Yeah. And it's like, well i do i want to echo something here that paul said and and that refutes something that you just said the get tough rub some dirt on it is not it's not about suffering in silence it's about giving generously right as as a husband like we're i feel like that initiation thing is us just pouring what we have into the situation and not with the understanding that we're basically just giving it away that we have hopes and expectations, but the problem with hopes and expectations is they taint what we give and they taint our response when that doesn't happen. Right. When that expectation isn't met, it makes it really hard for us to move on and continue to pour into. Right. right? But that but only because that we failed on the communication side. Well, sometimes we can communicate all we want and our expectations still aren't met. But I do think that there's a value to. Well, would you not agree, though, that if you weren't communicating? There's a value to I'm pouring into this because it's my my wife. It's my wife. It's my marriage relationship. Not because I'm getting anything back from it. Right. True. No. And I, I, yeah, I, I guess then those confines you touched upon. Like, I don't think any of us in our relationships are all look like, oh, what do we get out of this? Like right. it was never, there was never that at the beginning. Yeah, but so I just like, want to make sure that that's clear. 
Yeah. And, it, I, it, and, and I also want to say that I feel like the communication stuff, and this is hopefully what we're all getting better at as we go through this relationship. I still suck at it, but yeah. <laughs> but you're better than you were. I mean, you only yeah. have one foot in your mouth now, not both. Day, day one, I'm, uh, you know, I, I only like certain sneaker leathers, you know, that, you know, other ones just, you know, I know way before it even hits my lips that I should just stop. But well, and to be clear, there are things, there are going to be different topics that are harder for you with your wife than are hard for me with my wife. And seasons right? too, specific, like, Yeah. 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 So like, like I feel like where you guys are at and you, and you can tell me if I'm wrong in this view, you know, viewpoint oh, you're is wrong. like, you're okay. too old to even know where I'm at. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Should have shared the Lord, the Lord take it away. <laughs> Praise, <laughs> Praise God. Um, now I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, now I remember. <laughs> um I, I feel like, you know, obviously because, you know, we're all in different phases, we all have some great opportunities to be able to speak into each other's lives at different points. And, you know, even even so much like that that, you know, if I feel like I'm ahead in terms of like the the phase and where we are and, you know, I probably may or may not that may not may or may not be truthful. But at the same time it's like, you know, you speaking into me helps, you know, redirect or reclarify or re, you know, refocus some of the, you know, the bad juju we'll call it that seeps in to, you know, make you think yeah. that, you know, you're, you're absolute right. And, you know, you're all going to be absolute dead, right. Eventually. But, um, one of the things that, what's that? First. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I th- so I, like at this being married for 22 years, I feel like we, we've got the marriage game sort of down. Like it's not to say that we do. I mean, we're not. We by any stretch of the imagination, we are not the professional. 20- All evidence to the contrary, man. I don't know what you're talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't mean for you. I, when you when you said me, I was like, oh, like you. Illuminative. We got it. Understood. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 See where this podcast is. Going. I wasn't saying um, you too. <laughs> that's funny though. Just you, you not in the sense of yeah. you specifically. Yeah. Um, that's right. <sighs> So, man, where the hell was I going with this? Um, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You know, it's gotta, it's, I got to get that. We're all coming from being... a different angle and a different perspective. And because we're yes, different places you. in life. Go ahead. Yeah. A part of that is, um, you know, in the marriage game, I feel like, you know, there are things that you just know and you've worked through and you've gotten past it and you've grown and you've, you know, been stronger for it. In where I'm at, like, I feel like the game, not, why did I say game? The, 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 the overall <laughs> the overall plan of it was like okay so where in the process of your spouse do you say you know hey where's the like the more like comfortableness sets in meaning like you know things that normally were taboo or normally were a challenge or a struggle where does that stop like i'm trying to think of a good example without you know having to make this podcast explicit um <sighs> I can't think of one at the moment at this point, but, but ultimately the, the point is, is like when you get to that second next chapter or third chapter or whatever it looks like, those challenges are a lot harder and a lot deeper because you're getting into the emotions that, you know, um, 
you may or may not have had a chance to bring to the surface or have discussions with. And so with so that every conversation like, is loaded with potential oh God, yeah. landmines. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and, totally. I mean and you're undoing stuff that bad, yeah. you're bad behavior. You know, bad habit sure. for yeah, habits, bad right. Habit right. Form, right. Like yep. so so the, you're right. I mean the longer that the stuff that's not as great in your relationship, broken, unhealthy, whatever that is. The stuff, the longer that stuff stays unresolved, undiscussed, un unprocessed. Yeah, totally. The 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 harder it is to deal with because every time you deal with it, it's not just that situation. It's all of the yeah. situations you carried into that situation that are just like it. You know, you sure. talk about Christmas, and I've I know that I've talked to you. It feels like for decades about the stress that you and you guys have had around Christmas sure. because you're very different people financially. <clears throat> and, um, and Becky's love language is gifts. Like sure. she, she loves giving people stuff. It's like something she loves to do. And it's the way that she feels like she can show people love and there's no budget for that, <laughs> yep. you know? And, and so when you have that and it compounds over a number of years, even if it's not as bad this year as it was last year, it's still the trigger that is the landslide of all of those years coming back. Cause it's the same thing that you've talked about for the last 10 years and nothing changed. <laughs> sure. Well, at least this you know? year it's more of an apology, but yeah, not for me, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th you're right. And so, you know, my encouragement in all things relationship is talk often, talk honest, talk open. And process and it to the best. Talk clearly. Let's and, let's and, say let's talk clearly because you could talk often and talk honest, but you could be blatantly honest and you know super crystal clear and still be condescending and a jackass. No, no, and talk yeah. considerate. That's another good one. <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, we go. I wouldn't say talk. I don't know. I mean, honest is. I would say talk vulnerable, not necessarily honest. Um, mm, I think that's there's a, good a lot of switch. I don't, yeah, but what I would say too is talk with the goal of like your, your goal having the conversation should be, I'm just going to ask questions like, and be humble. Like, why do you think that? Why, you know, but also talk with the goal of furthering the relationship, not with getting your way. Um, like, I think when I go in, like I've like, it's all conflict resolution stuff that I, it never did a good job and it really had to think about what does this look like? Um, you know, how, how do I, how do I do that? And, and yeah, man, like I, man, I, I, yeah, I hear you with the conversations cause there was, we, there were so many things that we, we, we would argue and we still, there's still some things that were like kind of settle under the surface and I just have to keep saying, yeah, I don't agree, or I'm not sure why you think that. Like, our, you know, our spouses, I think, sometimes just think things that we, like, look, I told you this isn't, you know, whatever. And uh, I think trying to, you know, speak against that or just trying to be clear and say, like, you just, you know. But, again, that's where trust and maybe, I mean, does it start with you trusting them then? Like, for her to say something and be like, look, I all right, I trust you or you know, um, you know, in, in one area or one way or finding some compromise or, or what have you. But either way, like I said, I think the goal is you go in going, you know, we need to come out of this, you know, as, 
you know, strengthening our relationship, not like I'm going to get in and get my way kind of thing. Yeah, no, I 100% agree on every point you said. I think one of the things that the two things I actually kind of would pull out of that one would be that in a lot of the conversations, as, as we've gotten deeper in our marriage, I think one of the things that, you know, I as a guy, because I'm always the pursuit, you know, I always like to pursue, always like to be able to make sure that, you know, her needs are met. And that's kind of always been my MO. And one of the things I want, like I would want on the other side of it is like the, the, you know, how, how do you get deeper with me? Like, can, like, I sometimes think in the, you know, again, I, you know, just me thinking out loud and it's probably, there's not a whole basis behind it. It's like, you know, how much does my spouse know about me? Well, like, you know, I share as much as I possibly can in the moments I can, when I have, you know, when we have either heated conversation or we don't have a heated conversation, we're just talking, you know, how much, how much of that does she take in and realize, you know, what makes me up uh, you know, makes me up as a whole you, you, you make sense kind of i don't know if I'm well yes well. but I, what i'll tell you is that my experience has been either each of us aren't always cognizant of that because usually when we're in it we're thinking about ourselves and the point we're trying to get across and not necessarily thinking about where you know where the other person's come from like one of the one of the things i've learned over time for example was man if i've had a rough day whatever like i need to find out like what her, how her day was and yeah i mean there's some times when i would like to, to be like i'm gonna be gruff and i'm gonna be you know mopey because i had a bad day but like i need to you know get out of my own shoes and again get tough and rub some dirt in it and go hey how was your day what's going on and yeah sometimes i need to tell other people about my day and i don't really get to tell that but like you know it it, it sort of it sort of is what it is. So, I'm, I don't know. I think in some of those areas, like I don't know, um, like I feel like a lot of the things that you're saying, like it's a very it's very logical. But I feel like in the moment, it's you know, um, it, it's not always a logical thing. It's an emotional thing that that get that back. Like for for us the biggest arguments and when things would go really sideways is when I didn't expect it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't that we were having a big discussion about something that we both like felt strong about. It was like, it would come out of nowhere and be like, why are we really angry at each other again? Like what are you So. Okay. Yeah. It's, I don't know. it's, it's an, an interesting thing that I've been, we'll, we'll call it a nut to crack for me because I'm trying to understand, I know me well, and I probably shared this in the past in a couple, you know, either our sidebar conversations or in our podcast or whatever. But one of the things I think that, you know, is vitally important that, you know, is obviously understanding who you are. And like, if you know you well, then you know where the boundaries are for how you interact with your spouse. And, if you don't know those and you constantly, you know, have these up and down constant, you know, shifts and whatnot, speaking of spouse, she just walked in in the dark. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can't see you. Yeah, go in. I can see her. Time. We can see oh, her. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, it's all good. Okay. Hi, Becky. They can't hear you. Becky is officially on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you like uh, to what, you just go in your closet? 
Well, then go to your desk. <laughs> the pros and cons of sharing an office. Um, you wanted to share an office. That's I, weird. Trust me. I am not against it. I'm totally not against it. In fact, that was much easier having us both in the same room than having us in two separate places of the house. But that's for another story. I forgot my train of thought. Anyway, we should wrap these things up because we're getting a little long here. But we could definitely pick this up, I think. You know, we should dive in more on this one a little bit. I think we need to, you know, I'd like to dive on at least the side of us. Like, what do we view ourselves as personally? And then how is that like align with our, you know, our spouses and our marriages? Well, and you, stuff like I that? mean, you, you, you bring up a good point because it's, it's such a fascinating the, the, the dynamic of you and your spouse versus like, us as friends because like you know in most cases we've known each other for just as long but it's like what do you how well does each, each <laughs> know each other or what's the what's the i don't know what's the flavor of that like what does that look like and what does that interaction look like um yeah, what, are, what are the what are the nuts and bolts of that stuff like that's yeah, the stuff right. i want to understand right. Because yeah. if you don't, like, if you can't go through, like, I remember going very much through a lot of my mentors in life that they were like, dude, you need to understand who you are. And if you understand that well, then you'll be able to waver, you'll, you'll be able to withstand the, you know, the waivers of change, the, you know, the, the, the ebbs and flows of, you know, your, your relationships with people in and around you. And, and, you know, when things get dried up, or, you know, how do you, how do you, how does your character stand out and versus, you know, when the times are great and you're on the mountaintops. You but know, that's one I, of the ways that um, being married has helped me because I was very delusional in a lot of ways, and I thought I was a much different person. I'm not even, there's not even a joke there. I just like I I used to be like like one of the things I, um, I think I may have even said last podcast or what have you, but like I used to think that there was a, you know, there was oh no, I think I said it in a small group. There's an A, and there's a B. Like so, there's only two ways to think of things. But like then, like Liz was like, "Oh no, you can think of this way too." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I, like she yeah. showed me a whole different view that I had no idea. And I used to think that I could talk about both, um, you know, just see both sides. But you know, we can't because it takes a different person to show that. So, right? Yeah, it's real. Well, totally. I think it's funny because we started this conversation talking about investing into our marriage relationships, and then we started talking about Christmas, but it all came back around to investing into our marriage relationships. Wow, we completed a thought. <laughs> Almost we completed a thought. <laughs> the Lord take it. Achievement unlocked. Yes. Here's your new suit of armor. That's right. Um, but. You know, guys, it's always fun. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to us. We really appreciate hearing from you. So please come be part of the chat after on our or the after chat on our Discord server. Or you can always email us at feedback at forefatherspodcast.com. Or don't. We'll we invite you not to. <laughs> Actually, just don't do it. <laughs> we don't want to hear right. from you anymore. We don't want to hear from you at all. Come on, bring it on. <laughs> no. We, you know what, we we really do love hearing from you, and if we hear from you, we'll we'll definitely share it on the next episode. Also, always check our website forefatherspodcast.com for latest shows, swag, and other forefather stuff. Mm-hmm. All in all, we hope you're having a great holiday season or had a great holiday season since this will release after that. But um, and we hope that we've given you some good good ideas on how to continue to invest into your marriage. Have a great night. And thanks for listening to the Forefathers Podcast, where we talk about faith, fatherhood, and other F-words. 
If you want to learn more, head over to our website at the number four fatherspodcast.com. If you'd like to help our show, make sure you give us a review on iTunes or in the podcast app of your choice. Those reviews help others find our show. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send those to feedback at forefatherspodcast.com.